This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, it's been a busy day, and um, yeah, things are things are good. We're just kind of rocking and rolling. That's what's, good. What's going on with you, man? Oh, dude, you don't talk about a busy day. It's been it, it's been kind of one of these crazy, insane days where, like, you know how some days you know you got a lot going on, so you have a very strict schedule that everything must begin and finish at the exact same time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's all back to back. Yeah. No. That that was my day, and things were going fine until I got a phone call, which was that somebody uh, stole my identity and uh, about two thousand uh, dollars, and uh, and that put a little bit of a, a monkey you, wrench. Are in you the for thing. real? Yeah, I'm being for reals. Yeah, it was it was very frustrating. Wow. <laughs> uh, but uh, dude, ha- I mean, I- any idea like how they did? did they spent a thousand dollars at a Best Buy and a thousand dollars at a Bed Bath and Beyond. So hopefully they tricked out a really awesome. Ah, uh, there's no telling what they found in that Beyond section. I'm man. just I'm just telling you <laughs> <laughs> dude that's terrible i mean i know you have a habit of leaving your credit card no. on like bathroom walls no, and stuff no, but no, you no. uh so 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 but you don't think it was that yeah, the huh? weird thing is it, it was it was the it was my company business card and so i, I you know it was it was very bizarre because i very rarely ever use that and so anyway one way or the other it all, it all got worked out but that, that created for a bit yeah. of a hectic day yeah uh but well, I, dude, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that i hope um you know hope you get your resources back uh promptly no i i think i we got we got a good bank. We'll get we'll get it all worked out. But it yep. did get me ready to spend uh, some time hanging out with you tonight. Yeah, man. good. That's great. That's great. Hey, I, I have a question. Can you please make sure the the twelve year old that just walked in shortly ago can exit from the building because we don't allow minors in here. I don't. I, we don't. That I don't think that ever happened, man. I, I'm looking around. I don't see a twelve year old anywhere. The, the thing is, I I I'm co-hosting a radio show right now with one. I. And, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's because you shaved, Bo, that you look like an infant. All right, all right, all right. You, 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 I, I have to know, like, you, you know, you have a beard. You normally rock the beard and like are are, are okay with that, but you you chose to get rid of it. And I, you know, I wasn't going to say anything until you got on the air. And I don't know. Here we are. And 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 why did you lose your your beard? And I'm sorry. Do, do am I making you feel uncomfortable right I, now? I feel, You're worried the cops are going to go by right now. And no, I like, just yeah. I, I don't want you know. There, there is a city ordinance where you know to be in a tobacconist, <laughs> you're supposed to be you know uh-huh. un- unaccompanied or accompanied by a, an adult if you're under 18 and all this. And, and and I know I'm no adult, and I know the live studio audience is no adult. And so you know what? What? How do I deal with this? Okay, all right. Well, I'll, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Yes. I am cleanly shaven uh, for the first time in quite some time. You still, I'm jealous, though. I, I need to point this out because you still have a jawline. Well, th- that's part that's of the reason I don't have. That's <laughs> part of the reason why I, I haven't had shaved. one of those in like ten years. <laughs> so you know, I've been on this. Uh, I've been been trying to kind of cut back on the food intake, increase yeah. on the on the exercise and everything. I do this couple a uh, couple of years. I, I purge. Yeah, you're you on will. the old uh, sticks and stones diet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so so you know, I was I was making some progress. I have made some progress, and then also I've got a, a speaking engagement coming up late March. So I thought if I wanted to just kind of see what I looked like, now would be the time because I can grow it back by the time I have to be on stage. <laughs> and so this was almost kind of like, uh, you know, I'm just kind of curious. So I didn't tell anybody about it. I just decided one night I would just shave. I walked into the kitchen, freaked out my wife. It was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Make it stop. Make no, she's it like, stop. I remember that guy. I dated him in college. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I, I look. And um, your sweet little daughter was like, who opened the Ark of the Covenant? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
my kids had a, had a hard time with it the next day. It, needless to say, the beard will be back. <laughs> but uh, that's a, no, it's great. You know, it's good to mix it up occasionally. The last every every time I shave, which is once every two three years now, it, it it's always a nice reminder that it's better this way. Yeah, right. It's, it's always better. That's this right. Way. That's yeah. right. All right. Oh, that's what I look like. That's yeah. why I cover it up. You know, okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember those days when I was in a more. Uh, I don't. Do you call it like a professional industry or something? You know, I well, wear, work. You're in a professional I am, industry. but I mean, you know, I'm wearing a suit, going to work, selling annuities and right. crap like this. And, <laughs> right, you know, right. and I, you know, you got to keep a keep got a that, that seminary insurance job, right there. Yeah, no, exa- exactly, right. So <laughs> right. you got, you know, now I have long hair and a beard, and it's like, well, I wonder what it looked like to, you know, don the old uh, the old tie and you know, put on some khakis and all that stuff, and then you shave your face and you're like, oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this is just kind of a last bit of the beard talk, which is that you know, for oh, no. me. We, it, it may not be the last bit. <laughs> I know. Well, I did say beforehand, I, I hope I just have to stay behind my <laughs> pop filter because if, if the audience gets one screen grab, clean screen grab of me with no beard, it's going to be over. The memes <laughs> are going to come like They're washing over. No, we'll, it's, it's great. We'll I'm sure someone can Photoshop a, a beautiful beard on, on top of your, your naked face. The trick is for me, I, I, that, that I'd like to see that. The trick is for me, man, I can actually I can grow a pretty legitimate beard pretty quickly. It's the stash that's difficult. So like for a while here, like the oh, it's a, does it come in? I've never noticed it comes in kind of scraggly. Yeah, it's, up a, there. it's a little rough. So it's one of those things. Like I, I've got to actually for a while have a chin strap beard to get to the level where at least the chin strap is actually holding up the rest of the face while the mustache comes in after the fact. Yeah, that's that's that that it takes commitment to power through. That. It takes strategery, is what it takes. It, it, it takes strategery. I would just you know steer clear of playgrounds or you know schoolhouses or anything like that. <laughs> but during, during two that children. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah other than your own. All yeah. of a sudden, when I go to be the sure door. to bring an ID. That, that'd be wise. That's good. Yeah. That's always good. That, they, they probably still won't take it. But um, hey, man, we got a lot of great stuff going on beyond the battlefield that is my face. Uh, and that is, of course, that um, we are now in this uh, beautiful month of February. We had an awesome month of January where we announced the uh, Country Square Radio Pipe Club. That's International, right, man. Yeah. International Pipe Club. Uh, and, you know, we said... I think on the second second episode in that basically if you join the pipe club within the month of January, you were a founding member. And man, I am I am pleased, shocked, and and I got to tell you, humbled to say that the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club has now officially launched with fifty two founding members. Dude, that is great. Is that not that incredible? Is so great, man. We are so uh, honored and and thankful for y'all to. Uh, invest in us like that and just uh, be committed to our community and uh, man 52 folks in in one month that's uh that's pretty great we're building to something yep. amazing and and you know it is it, it is an investment in the show but it is also an investment in the community as well in that's fact right. we're two-thirds of the way through towards one of our goals which is to open up the squire lounge online and i'm really excited for once we get there yeah yep. um but you know we, we got to give a shout out of course to new the club members who joined this last past week some of you are founding members and some of you came in in february but we you know that don't don't you know it's it's still good no it's good yeah, it's hey, good. Every, it's good. everything's good all right are you ready for this are you ready for me to butcher these names yeah i'm just excited to see who you're gonna offend tonight no man i've <laughs> i've read through them we got uh squire level members coming in uh we got two two final founders on the squire level which is uh greg uh greg acock i can't believe i butchered greg i yeah. said Greg, okay. Greg, Greg. Wow. Th- thank you for thank you for joining, Greg. Bad. Uh, Greg Haycock. <laughs> we also have Rob Forbes. Now, Rob Forbes, of course, is the very popular uh, uh, financial magazine, RobsMoney.com. I think is that Rob. Rob. I, I, I thought it was like Rob's piggy bank. Or Rob. Something. Rob Forbes joining yeah. at the Squire level, and then we also have uh, Travis Robinson of the Swiss family, but not that one. And then Tyler Patrick, he who has two first names but no last name. 
So Tyler Patrick, ah. shout out to you guys. Thanks so much for joining <laughs> us and uh, being uh, on, uh, joining us at the Squire level. And then, of course, we've also got two uh, new Pipe Pilgrims as well. James Foster, who honestly needs no introduction. We're talking oh, Pylorns. Uh, someone who, uh, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, you've heard yeah. us mention his name several times. And over. you probably bumped into him elsewhere in the pipe community as well. Just a real, real dear friend of ours. And then finally, the last member who I thought was going to be the only name I butchered before I butchered Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we've got Dylan Forsyth. 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 He's a bad guy. He's for the Sith. <laughs> no, you, you think it's Forsyth? I think it's Forsyth. It's got a Y in there. You All know, right. the the... The the beauty and Bo and I were talking about this before. We're you know, <laughs> I, I let Bo read all the names, you know, and I, that gives me an opportunity to make fun of him. But also, <laughs> also it keeps my record clean, right? I mean, so, I mean, you know, that we, we get away with this like, oh, they're cute little Southerners that can't read, you know, stick. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. We're perpetuating you know I mean? a negative stereotype. No, I'm dyslexic, yeah. people. No, it's it's not because I'm Southern. No, I mean, it's just it. it so, it, but but it's kind of a rite of passage, you know. You're yeah. if you if you're in interact with the country squire. Uh, you know, with our podcast and 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 really are a part of the community. At some point, we have butchered a a, a, a very important thing about you, and typically <laughs> that's your name. Yeah, your name, where you're from, the accent that is typically supposed to be attributed to your right. country of origin. Yeah, that, like, that's right. That's right. It's yeah, that. it's a rite of passage. It's it's a hazing. So j- yeah, just just consider yourself honored and and uh, you know brought into the full uh, communion community. Or, yeah. or you know, just forgive us. That's cool too. We'll yeah. take that. Um, but hey, shout. Uh, Shout out to all the new uh, club members and to the existing club members. Yeah. Um, you know, as we enter into February, as we've got this great founding uh, face, we want to go ahead and kind of uh, build this thing out. So we are putting out this week uh, two club members. You know, we've got the the Country Squire Radio logo that has existed for several, several, uh, yeah. several years at this I, point. That member, uh, Pylorns, uh, made himself. Exactly. Exactly. The, that logo is not changing, but we were looking at for the club, we want to have something unique about it. So we're putting it out to the pipe club. We want to come up with a good logo for the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. You can take elements of the current album artwork, or you could do something completely different. We're really kind of opening it up. So if you've got some artistic talent, if you don't have artistic talent, but want to try it anyway, send in your entries. You can email them in show at countrysquireradio.com again that's show at countrysquireradio.com and we're looking for those logo entries for uh for the country squire radio international pipe club yeah that's exciting i you know i wish Bo and i had the talent that a lot of you do you know obviously there's some graphic folks out there and some folks that just do it kind of on the side or as a hobby but we'd love to see kind of what thoughts are there and we'll start to see you know just kind of how some of these congeal uh, and and move forward. So I, I'm I'm loving all the all the Twitter feedback. It's yeah, fantastic. thank you for that. Well, at least the first meme related to my beard is actually one of me with a beard. So that's <laughs> that's good. Thank you for that, Portland Paul. Oh man, we got a great show. You know, you talk yeah. about talents, and we've got amazing talented people who uh, are members of the club. Amazing talented people who are listening right now. But there is an amazing talent sitting next to me tonight, and his name is John David Cole. And the talent that you have, you've got many talents, I should say. But I think the talent that most of us uh, who have spent time with you and around you in this industry know is that you have got a palate like no one else in the world. Oh, you can't pull the wool over these people's eyes. I mean, that, that, thank, thank you. That's no, that is, kind, are but. you kidding me? Like everybody that writes in asking about like, you know, flavors of tobacco, they're like, well, I don't have John David's palate. I mean, like there's, there is a gift that you have in terms of being able to smoke various tobaccos, even obviously blend these tobaccos, knowing what you're creating, and then also reviewing these with a certain taste tasteability, if you will, that the rest of us, I think, 
can only, or at least have only been able to uh, hope for. <laughs> and so by popular demand, this has been a request that has come in a couple of times. There has been a request for us to do a show on the art of tasting. And that is essentially how do I expand my palate? What do I need to do? How do I pull out these amazing flavors that you find throughout the blends in the, in the uh, tobacco world? How do I get that John David Cole palate? Man, golly, I just, I, I'm going to have to leave the shop at some point. And I just want my head to be able to fit through the door. So <laughs> if we could, if we could dispense with some of this, uh, man, I mean, yeah, it, a lot, a lot of smokers, and, and this is a great topic to cover, uh, you know, some of our, our most downloaded episodes are kind of these 101 episodes, right, Bo? Like folks, mm. folks, you know, find us and they immediately go to the, you know, how do I keep my pipe lit? Or tell me about the different types of tobacco. Or, right. you know, when they're talking about this particular pipe shape, what on earth does that mean? Or something like this. And a lot of newer pipe smokers, they come to the game thinking that, you know, maybe with trying all the different types of tobacco, they immediately are going to be able to pick up on nuances from this type and that type and different flavors and elements that go into different tobaccos for, from a tasting standpoint. And then they're frustrated because they they can't get it. It's like, you know, well, this, this tobacco, ta- it smells like this and the room notes like this, but it tastes like heat, <laughs> you know, or, or it just tastes like, you know, it's kind of a sweet taste, but say it's not it, like... Say it. Everybody's heard you say it before. It just, it's it smells and tastes like raisins. Raisins. You know, <laughs> you know and, and so there's this element in which people get frustrated because they kind of think all the tobaccos taste the same. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I've got a really good customer and, and friend who lives in um, Starkville, Mississippi, a couple hours north of here. And every time he orders, he orders a half pound of Rivendell, which is one of our house oh, yes. here at the Squire. Brilliant, yeah. And then he says, give me a half pound of anything else. And when I ask him, well, do you have any preferences? It's this way every single time. He wants a half pound of Rivendell and a half pound of anything else. When I ask, well, you know, give me something to work with here, he's like, to be honest, John David, I really can't taste any difference between any of them. <laughs> and so I, I want a different tobacco just so oh, I, just so okay. I feel like I'm, you know, at least trying something different, yeah. which is kind of interesting to me. So, you know, you've got folks out there that just haven't really given themselves the opportunity to expand their palate or, or don't know how to, you know. And so therefore, you know, it's kind of like when you're drinking coffee, you know, a lot of uh, us that are not really versed in the ways of coffee and everything, particularly with these flavored coffees, you'll, oh, this tastes like blueberry and, you know, th- this one's supposed to taste like snickerdoodle and when you drink it, it's just like, well, it just kind of tastes like coffee, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's like we don't know the words to put with it to bring out all the different nuances. So this is particularly t- true amongst folks that are super committed uh, aromatic smokers. And again, it, it's easy to like kind of bow up and, and you know, flog the aromatic smoker, right? Because, I mean, it's just, oh, uh, you haven't graduated from that. They're, you know, some of the most... Wait, hang uh, on. You're not saying that I do that. No, no, oh, no, no. so not bow up as in... Act but, like Bo. Oh wow, that is just <laughs> awful. No, no. Look, I mean, some of the some of my most sophisticated customers and pipe smokers that come in the Country Squire and are longtime friends are aromatic smokers. But it is true, at least in the United States, that most new pipe smokers are going to start out on the ar- aromatic side of the spectrum. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I think because there's just a simplicity there of the flavor profile, it's hard for those folks to pick out nuances without really trying to go kind of out of their comfort zone against their grain and figure out something that pushing the envelope, as it were, kind of, you know, that you have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit in order to come back to your favorite and really 
understand what you appreciate about yeah. it, which I think is kind of interesting. It's kind of similar to what we were talking about a little bit uh, before the show started here tonight. I was, I was talking about coffee and how, you know, a lot of people uh, in, in kind of our local community, their entry level into anything beyond coffee and, for example, cappuccino yeah. would have been gas station cappuccino, which yeah. if you know anything about cappuccinos, gas station cappuccino is not a gas station. Like, that's not a cappuccino. And so there's just like this. That's a nasty milkshake. Yeah, exactly. It's this, like <laughs> this extremely sugary thing. Which has all gotten us through a long drive at some point or another. Yeah. And right. so, you know, as you kind of expand, you know, I, I, I'm worried that I'm kind of falling into this coffee snob place partially because of the amazing coffees available to you at beanfruit beanfruit.com use the code csr for five percent off i do speaking uh, of shameless but, uh, <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but you know as, I, as i've started kind of going to these coffee shops and ordering uh, a dry cappuccino nine times out of ten i don't get a dry cappuccino because they don't no offense but they don't know what i'm talking no, about they apparently. don't know what it is yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that you know that happens a lot particularly with uh folks that sell uh pipe tobacco or you might you know have a a store that, uh, you know, has a few pipe related things, but mm-hmm. they mostly do cigars or cigarettes or something else. And so, you know, a lot of these folks, they're just not involved enough in the culture of it for you to understand kind of, OK, yeah. well, yeah. you know, if I'm looking for a, you know, pipe tobacco that has cedary flavors, that has a smokiness or whatever. I mean, you know, they're just not going to pick some of these things up. So the goal, though, here, what we're what we're trying to do is get you a more sophisticated palate. And the reason for that is not to just, you know, expand your knowledge, but also so you'll enjoy the pipe smoking mm. more. I mean, when you when you are picking out different flavors throughout your smoke, it's something that just makes your smoking session more exciting. It's just more fun. It, it really is. So the first place I always tell people to start, I'm going to just give a few bullet points, and um, I'd love to hear some of our live listeners, uh, live viewers, you know, feedback on this kind of thing, but a few bullet points on just kind of expanding your palate and trying to figure out more and more ways to appreciate the different nuances of pipe tobacco. Uh, I always tell the folks the first stop is to shock your senses, okay? okay. And, And what I mean by that is, my guess is, if you're a newer pipe smoker, you're probably stuck in kind of a rut. You're probably stuck in a rut of, even if you don't know it, you've smoked several pipe tobaccos that maybe you're in the same category. Maybe you're really into berry flavors or, mm-hmm. you know, boy, you really like vanilla or, you know, things like Lane 1Q, BCA, things that are in that kind of realm where the, there's a comfort zone there that's kind of developed over time. And, and you don't even know that maybe it's developed just because you don't know what all's out there. But I always love when I point people to force themselves to smoke through an entire ounce or an entire tin of something thoroughly, totally different. And I always equate it to my own personal Frogmorton experience. I'll never forget the first can of Frogmorton I ever opened. I opened it up, and I was like, pipe tobacco can smell like that? <laughs> you know, uh. It's one of those things, if you are not particularly you know, well-versed in different types of pipe tobacco, if you're, if you're stuck on cherries and raspberries and caramels and all these other things but you know you you open a can of tobacco like that and it it challenges you it challenges you to kind of redo your paradigm or whatever yeah yeah so, well it's almost like a lot of those entry-level aromatics are almost like yeah. going to the candy shop you open up a, a, a tin of frogmore and it's like oh you got a meal right in front of yeah you. you're going to the butcher shop yeah right? exactly. <laughs> what, what i would tell people to do and i've told folks to do this often and it, it's always neat to kind of see the results of it is to pick out two or three tobaccos that really challenge kind of your daily go-to. You know, what, whatever your comfort zone is, your wheelhouse, pick out a couple of tobaccos that are very interesting, well-thought-of tobaccos. These are tobaccos with a lot of reviews. They're storied tobaccos that you can find a lot of research or, you know, resources on. And smoke those and force yourself to get through the whole thing. And I really think that's key. 
you want to at least give yourself an ounce of tobacco to get through just so you can kind of fully appreciate the things that are there, even if you don't like it. Mm. Uh, ones I would point you to, uh, particularly if you're coming from the aromatic side, um, tins like, uh, of course, like Frogmorton. I'd shy away from the Frogmorton cellar if you're really looking for something to kind of interrupt your flavor profile. The okay. cellar is just sweet enough that you might tend to put that in that sweet category. We're really looking for things that are going to be different from your normal go-to. So um, the Frogmortons are really good. Presbyterian mixture, really interesting tobacco, of course, uh, near and dear to our heart because it is the ordained tobacco yeah. for all time. No, it was predestined to be on this episode. It, 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 it was, it was. You know, Presbyterian mixture, great tobacco, super uh, complex, interesting. You want to talk about shocking your senses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just different. Right, so yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's all these arguments of what that goes in it because it's just such a such an interesting tobacco. Tobaccos like Escudo uh, or Cajun Cake. The, you know, these are tobaccos that are going to be probably a pretty good bit away from what you're used to smoking. Mm-hmm. And if you'll smoke, you know, allow yourself, you know, get, give yourself the opportunity to smoke through an ounce of two or three different tobaccos like that and get through all of it. Uh, just just power through, smoke through them and, and, and force yourself, uh, even if you don't like it, to, to go through it. I think what you'll notice is you'll start to pick out things about those tobaccos that you're having strong reactions to, okay? When I mean that... You don't mean strong reactions like bad or... No, well, maybe not like a physical reaction, but like a, man, I don't like this because I taste blank. Mm, I don't like this because I taste used Band-Aid or whatever (laughs) whatever that taste is. You know, I, I don't like this because I really, you know, when I eat a steak... I love steak, but there's a char crispy on the outside when it gets the flame burns it too mm, much. And okay, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. crispiness, it really bothers right. me. And, and being specific like that about, you know, what you do and don't like uh, about the pipe tobacco. And I think what you're doing is you're giving yourself an opportunity to describe what you're experiencing, even if you don't like it. And so when you finish a whole tin or a whole ounce of this stuff, give yourself the opportunity to, you know, be really, really descriptive. And I also find it encouraging and, you know, when I'm smoking and I can't work on new blends when people are around, you know, it, it people are always like, what you working on? I'm like, well, nothing right now because you're here. You know? <laughs> I, I, I have to right, smoke yeah. when I'm thoughtfully trying tobaccos. I have to do this when I'm quiet and typically when I'm alone because I, I've got to be able to focus on the different things that my tongue is experiencing and things that um, I'm liking and disliking about the tobaccos. And I would encourage you to do that with these tobaccos as well. When you try something different out of your wheelhouse, make sure you at least dedicate a few of those bowls to just some quiet time by yourself. Just kind of with each puff, you know, you're slowly puffing your pipe. You want to smoke it cool, gentle puffs. Try to figure out ways to, you know, get yourself quiet enough to where you can really focus in on, on what you're tasting. And then I think what is always fun about this is when you finish this assignment okay you've given yourself kind of this uh you know assignment i'm going to smoke these tobaccos i never really would have smoked now i'm going to go back and smoke the tobacco that i'm used to mm. and and that's where that's mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. that's where the shock happens okay yeah. like like you, you've shocked yourself one way you've you've made yourself suffer through stuff that you never thought you would or boy that doesn't make the room smell like cherries and i never thought i'd smoke that but okay i did my homework i, I smoked through a tin of it but now you're going to go back to your cherry cavendish you know now you're going to go back to your your lane one q or something like that 
and you may still like it, but it's going to be different. Because you're going to identify. It's always going to be different. Yeah. And, and I see it almost every single time. People, when, when they go back to the old standard, even if they didn't like the other, they think, okay, well, try these tobaccos. And and this is why, I, I hated these tobaccos for this reason, but this is why I liked this tobacco. You know, it did some, this tobacco does something to my tongue that is pleasing. It coats it in a certain way. It's got a, man, there's a sugar in there that's really that stands out, it, you know, makes me uh, think of a particular pastry my grandmother made or something. You know, d- y- you'll be amazed at the things that it kind of sparks you to do. So it's almost like um, when you're strength training, a lot of these strength training programs, which you and I do both regularly. Oh, clearly, Obviously, yeah. if you're watching live, you <laughs> can tell. Uh, but, you know, a lot of these strength training, that they have this uh, kind of method where you're shocking your muscle systems. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you have to work out one muscle really hard and then you work out the opposing muscle. And somehow that you know, forces your body to recover in a way that is more helpful to you overall. And so, and, and, and it's really kind of funny when you're, you know, smoking a pipe, you know, I think you can kind of use that same, that same concept. So, um, go back and, and do that and just see what you get. I think the quietness really helps also, um, while you're smoking quietly. Again, you'll also, you know, as you're smoking, you'll want to smoke individual leaves, too. And, and this is kind of cool. From tobacconists like the Country Squire or, you know, any of the online retailers or, um, you know, maybe your local brick and mortar if you've got a dedicated pipe shop close by, you know, you can go in and say, hey, I, I want an ounce of, you know, Latakia. I want an ounce of Turkish tobacco or, uh, you know, do you have a yellow Virginia? Do you have a red Virginia? Your source. Yeah. Do you have, I mean, these are your components, your blending components. You know, I would definitely encourage you to smoke each one of the components as well. Uh, and I, and I think, I, matter of fact, tonight, just in honor of this, I was smoking a bowl of Perique. <laughs> well, there you go. And that's probably why I won't go to bed for the next seven hours. <laughs> but you smoke each individual blending component, maybe not a whole bowl, but, you know, you smoke enough of it to kind of get, okay, what's, what's going on with this mm, tobacco? What's mm-hmm. going on here? You know, I might not smoke a whole bowl of Latakia, but I'm smoking it pure enough of it just to get kind of what this would do to a blend if I put it in a blend. Yeah. Um, and so I really always encourage people to do that. And pay attention as well. And, I, and I'm, I'm kind of rambling here, but there's a lot to, you know, developing your palate. Pay attention as well to what you're smelling and what you're tasting. You know, I hear often it's like, man, the pipe, you know, when, when you're not smoking it and you're sitting next to someone that is smoking it, it makes the room smell so good. But but mm, when you're mm-hmm. smoking the pipe, you don't really smell it as much. Yeah. You, do, have you ever experienced that? No, you, no, no. Yeah, totally. You kind of feel like, yeah, you, you know, when someone else is smoking a pipe, you can enjoy the smell of it. But when you're smoking it, you don't really smell it as much. Some of my favorite tobaccos, <laughs> I almost enjoy more when somebody else is when smoking them. When someone else is smoking them, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So give yourself the opportunity to try to smell the tobacco. And th- there's a mm-hmm. method I do with this, okay? Um, at, when I'm smoking my pipe and it's just kind of uh, at a nice slow burn and it's smoldering in the bowl, I will take the pipe out of my mouth and kind of let my senses clear a little bit. Uh, and then I'll take the bowl and just go right underneath my nose. And, and actually, I'll, I'll give it just a little a little room so that, you know, I'm not... Just, Hold it at chest level. Uh, yeah, maybe at chest level yeah, where yeah. I'm just not breathing it straight from the bowl. You don't want to, you know, overdo it. But, huh. but if you'll give yourself just enough of that smoke to come off the bowl, um, straight from the bowl into your nose, and you'll start to appreciate some of the smell that way. And, and when you know what you're smoking and associate it immediately with what you're smelling, mm. uh, it seems to me that that, that that helps a good bit too. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good. I mean, I guess it really is proximity. If, if 
most pipes are going to be a certain level from your nose, which means that you're you're picking up specifically the scent at which it's burning, yeah. as opposed to the the you know the flowing smoke scent that everybody else would normally get. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I, it's real fresh, and you know exactly what you're what you're experiencing. So, huh. um, another thing uh, which I will um, tell on our good friend Russ Hicks who is determined to expand his palate, um, <laughs> you can chew these leaves too. You, you can actually take individual leaves and, and we've all, you know, if you're into this as much as, as you know, some of us are, uh, you've actually chewed some of these leaves before. It's a lot of fun actually if you'll take a blend and just dump a little, a little handful on the table and start to pick out similar leaves. You can actually start to group them by color and cut and you're like oh well okay i think i've got all the virginias over here that looks like cavendish i don't know if that's perique or burley but we're gonna put those over there mm-hmm. and 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 then and then you can actually take a leaf and just just kind of chew on it a little it's a pipe bit. surgeon right there. I, yeah exa- exactly <laughs> i you know we we had a, a blend that uh we put out not too long ago and i get this text message from russ and it's like what what's going on with this particular flavor and i'm like how on earth did you pick that up we tried oh, to hide man. that in there and he's like oh well you know i'm sitting here chewing on it so <laughs> and and I think there's a there's something to that that you can really glean a lot from. Um, of course, you're not going to just chew a whole mouthful of this stuff, but just just let your uh, self experience that taste just a little in a different way. And I think you know it'll bring out some more more opportunity for you. Okay. Lastly, this is probably the most fun element of all this for me. Uh, but how am I going to grow? You know, my understanding of pipe tobacco and my understanding of you know, different types of pipe tobacco, how to describe them, uh, you know, picking out different flavors. You know, this is hard for me. I always have to go back to, and this I can ex- extrapolate on this momentarily, but yeah. using your words. <laughs> you know how you're... you're, you're We're mom, working with that with our kids. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. Your mom, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're telling your, you know, your baby baby daughter or whatever, like, okay, use, use your words. Like, uh-huh. you know, how did, what are you... What are you processing here? What are you As Daniel Tiger would say, use your words, use your <laughs> words. You don't get that, but the dads and moms out there, you know what I'm talking about. They they know what they that, know what's that's up. about. But you know, you <laughs> use your words. And I and so what I what I'm trying to say with this is when we go into pipe tobacco, we're so tempted to use words like, you know, sweet or bold. Mm. But pick out some of those words, pick out some of those words Uh and don't allow yourself to use those words. That's good. Okay. And, and dig in deeper. What is a form of sweet that you can dive into that is more specific? Is it something that's, is there a sourness to it or is there a, is it a sweet and salty flavor? Um, I I have to tell this story because I, I, you know, it's part of my own story and I use it on a daily basis here at the shop. But if, you, if you're a longtime listener of The Country Squire, you know that I have had enough counseling education to be extremely dangerous. <laughs> and, and, you know, kind of consider that a part of the fun of my job is that people come into our shop and they light a pipe up with me. And I, I'm no therapist by any means, but, you oh, know, we, well, well. But, but we sit here and, you know, we talk about life. And, yeah. and before I worked at The Country Squire, um, I actually was in, in – in school studying to be a counselor. And, and so, you know, I didn't accomplish it. I didn't graduate. There's no uh, licensed professional, anything on my pedigree. Um, but I have just enough of this uh, counseling experience to, to kind of understand um, 
something about trying to take away some of these words and replacing them with more specific feelings. Um, when we were in school, instead of being a counselor, we had uh, to, to read this book. It's called The Art of Helping. Oh. Uh, it's by Robert Karkoff. And it's just a, it's a super good book if you're interested on how to hear someone. Um, and, and you'll understand why I'm talking about this in, in a moment. <laughs> I promise this is going to make sense for pipe tobacco in a very short amount of time. But the art of helping, it's cool because, you know, when you're in the therapy room with someone, you're you're trying, in order to establish a rapport with them, you really need that person to know that you understand what it, what they're experiencing, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, my time with you, Bo, you know, if you're the counselor, is going to be much more effective if I know that you get what I'm talking about. If I you restate what you had said to me. That's right. Okay. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So, you, so I, I communicate something, I'm a wreck, and you say, man, that sounds like you feel terribly insecure or something like that. And, you know, instead of just man, that sounds bad <laughs> kind of thing. Got and, it. Got it. Yeah. And so there's, there's something interesting that happens when there's a connection between the client and the, and the counselor. And, and in the, in the back of this art of helping book, this was one of my favorite ex- exercises in seminary that, that we did. There is a feeling word list and this feeling word list. This is a lot of oh, fun. Wow. Look this, at a, that. this is a lot of fun. So, so you think about, okay, what, <laughs> what am I thinking when I go into a counseling room? Am I words like sad Angry, confused, happy, scared, weak. Those are kind of the top level words that maybe, um, you know, we give ourselves. That's that's kind of the, the first place we go to when we're trying to describe our feelings. But but let's say you didn't allow you, yourself to use the word sad. OK, what if you you couldn't use the word sad? OK. All right. But you had to still express that emotion. So could you say something like hopeless or lost? Disheartened, painful, disheartened, uneasy, distressed, devastated. What about angry? Could you say words like irate or (laughs) livid or resentful, seething? You know, these are things that maybe just add a little more nuance and specificity to what you're trying to do. And, And anyway, the whole reason I'm saying this is like take out some of those words and try to look at a deeper way or a more specific, nuanced way to describe what you're tasting mm. in pipe tobacco. Mm. And that helps me all the time. I always think of this silly list of feeling words in the back of this Robert Karkoff book <laughs> when I'm thinking about different tobaccos to try or, or, or how to describe tobaccos. And I was trying to come up with a resource, and, and maybe someday I'll just have to write my own word list or something that I'm, that smokers, I'm seeing a poster right now that smokers man, that can use. Awesome, yeah. I, you know there might be something to that but i want to borrow from our friends in the coffee community because coffee you know you, you've got uh just, they're like cousins right there yeah right? it's like kissing cousins right yeah. but you know you've got when you try this cup of coffee there's just such an effort to describe what's going on with each sip you know when i'm tasting this i'm i'm tasting this and this and this and you may have heard uh i'm actually not familiar with them but i have been um assured that they're reputable coffee company, uh, Counterculture Coffee. If you actually go to counterculturecoffee.com, they have a, a nice resource center. If you click on the learning tab, uh, learn tab and go down to resource center, they have a coffee tasters flavor wheel. And I thought this would be at least a good start for people to go to uh, if you're looking for ways to describe, oh, well, you know, I, I taste I taste a fruit flavor. What fruit could that be? Or I, I taste something, you know, sugary and salty. 
Okay, well, is it like a chocolate toffee, a chocolate, uh, you know, sugar, or is it a brown sugar, or is it a marshmallow, or a butter, or a honey, or, or a nougat, you know? Mm. This just kind of gives you an idea. You can Google all types of different flavor wheels and tasting wheels and things like that, but I thought the one at Counterculture was a good, it, just a, a really nice breakdown. They even have a uh, kind of a wheel of bad flavors as well, what mm. they would think of as bad, uh, things like uh, overripe or tainted or over roasted mold all these crazy flavors you know and the funny thing is about pipe tobacco some some pipe tobaccos actually thrive on those flavors yeah which are, yeah which are kind of fascinating you you actually might taste iodine in pipe tobacco and that be a good thing right um and so but i i think a device like this something that can kind of give you options on how to better more specifically describe what you're tasting can be can be really really helpful so it's not a perfect translation from from coffee uh, into you know into the the pipe tobacco world and, and certainly it's not from the <laughs> the counseling world into the um, you know kind of understanding it but I think that idea of taking those words like oh that tastes sweet or oh that tastes bold like it, don't allow yourself to describe that tobacco with that word mm, go mm-hmm. deeper you know and and try to figure out and I think maybe we can learn some things from um, from the folks of the coffee world and in in the meantime I'll uh, maybe try to work on our own uh, our own flavor wheel no that's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, because, you know, one of the things that you've expressed before with in terms of, for example, raisins is that people say raisins, but what they mean is they're getting a dried fruit taste. Yeah. And they just associate it with raisins because most people have had raisins, but you may not have had dried cranberries or dried figs or, or something of that nature. That's right. And so, you know, you only know what you know. Uh, but, man, I think you've given it a lot of great... Uh, a lot of great uh, things. These for- are just things to, to, you know, to kick around and in some cases to chew on. <laughs> um, Literally. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, I, I think there are uh, ways that you can kind of shock your pipe smoking experience into something a little different just to force yourself to um, start to pick up on things you're not used to and then and then try to find ways to describe those flavors. And I think when you do that, even if you immediately aren't connecting with those flavors, I think you will start to recognize more and more because you're becoming aware of more and more. Um, I promise this is not like you have to be the horse whisperer kind of thing to, <laughs> to do this. Like, well. you know, practice, give yourself some quiet time to smoke some tobaccos you're not familiar with uh, and, and would not have given yourself a chance to smoke. You know, maybe smoke some individual ingredients like we talked about and then come up with specific words. Use those words and use them. Don't let yourself, you know, use the word uh, weak. Instead, you want to use the word, you know, inadequate or overwhelmed or powerless or, you know. Or, do a lot of negative words here, or, Well, man. what about strong? You, you don't use the word strong. You want to use the word uh, secure or, you know, energetic or determined or confident. There we you know, go. Th- yeah, there we think, go. About, think about some different things that you can kind of drill down, I guess, and, and go to that lowest common denominator. I don't know. It's something to think about, but that's always, that, that concept has always helped me. Well, you know, one of the things I loved is that you encourage people to shock their senses by getting tobaccos that they might not normally get. And uh, one of the great ways that you could do that is to make sure that, uh, you know, well, let me put it this way. If you're going to, if you're going to be shocking your senses outside of your normal comfort zone, you probably don't want to put it in your normal pipe. No, that's right. You know, that's right. Because you're going to want something that's going to be a good, fresh smoke every single time, regardless of what tobaccos you have, be it Presbyterian or, I don't know, cherry cherry to the max blend. That's right. <laughs> you know, That's whichever right. one. So the, the point is, though, 
you're going to want a good clean smoke, and that's what you're going to get from a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. That's right. Man, we've got a Missouri Meerschaum pipe actually sponsoring this episode. I love this little pipe. This is the shortstop pipe. And what they've done, uh, the folks at Missouri Meerschaum, of course, they're always creative and uh, looking for the next thing. But um, this is the the same exact bowl that's on the uh, the smallest Missouri Meerschaum, which is the miniature. They took that ex- same exact bowl, but they've given it kind of a long... Uh, a long shank, a long, a long uh-huh. shank with a with a stem, uh, and it's just a, a really long, tiny, tiny pipe. <laughs> it comes in a a, a one with a, a black uh, stem, and then also with an amber stem. Um, they're finished and unvarnished, uh, you know, styles, and uh, just a really a, a really nice pipe. It cools the smoke down just enough to have that longer stem, uh, but a good tasting pipe. It's one of those pipes that yeah, uh, is just going to be the perfect amount of bowl for you know that that quarter pinch of Latakia, you know, because you want to you know just see what it you know tastes like. I more. mean, you want to talk so, tiny. I mean, the the, the bowl pipe. itself is basically the size of the shank. That's right. I mean, it's not that much bigger. That's right. Yeah, it, 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 it's just a um, it's just a really small pocket pipe, but it's got enough of a length to just make you feel a little more comfortable out smoking a pipe so so small. Exactly. You yeah. know, back when we did the tiny pipes, and we 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 focused another Missouri Meerschaum pipe that is is actually much shorter than this. I yeah. remember looking at it and thinking like, well, I could see that as a keychain, but I just I can't imagine myself smoking that. Yeah. This one I can actually imagine smoking no, because exactly. you got the length. There. It, the the length I think adds just a lot a lot to it. Absolutely. So, um, really cool little pipes. They retail for right around five dollars. And um, man, we're proud to carry them at the Country Squire, and we really appreciate our friends at Missouri Mirrors from supporting us and uh, making these great products. Man, if you got a short stop this week, be sure to smoke it. Put your picture on Twitter doing so. Uh, send it to us. We will retweet that out. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you thank them for supporting this show. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $100 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week. Yeah. All right. Now, I got to give a shout out here. You know, we were joking about how we butcher names on this show. We, we, we do two things on this show. We talk tobacco and we butcher names. Not always in that order. But, uh, but for sure, <laughs> this comes from a listener who uh, I have butchered his name in the past. And uh, you'll see what I'm saying. This is from listener Alex uh, Carnes, who says, What pipe shape was utterly unattractive to you? But after a while, came to be one that you just had to have. Uh, he says, I'm going to help you out with my last name. And he actually spells his name out phonetically. Carnes. Carnes. Right. Because Bo would want to say Carnes or Carnies. Didn't I say, uh, I think I said Karens. And Karens, maybe. Carnies. Carnes. But Car- see, Alex knows Carnes. us well enough to, to know, you know, we just, it's just Carnes. So, yeah. And, and that's how we do it. That's right. right. That's right. Um, so, yeah. A great question. I, I will tell you the exact answer for me. I didn't have to think about it, but for a split second. 
and that pipe shape is the Prince. Uh, for really? some reason, I when I first got into pipe smoking, um, I I just saw princes everywhere, and mm. they just really bothered me. There was something about a prince shaped pipe. Maybe it was because we, it, when I started working at the Country Squire, we had a lot of Prince-shaped pipes that were older here that hadn't moved in a long time. And I was like, oh, well, man, <laughs> right. no, those must not be popular. No one buys those. It's, you know, the pipe has been sitting on the shelf for, uh, you know, 15 years. But it, I just, I was not, I was put off by the Prince. I, the Prince, for some reason, did not connect with me. And then I smoked one. <laughs> one day I smoked one, and I... I love a prince. Now I'm just stuck on a doggone prince. There's something <laughs> about it that, uh, you know, I, I think I think the height of the bowl uh, compared to the width of the bowl, I, I really like, you know, there's a, uh, a Stanwell prince I have that's an older pipe I don't in a shape I don't think they make anymore. Uh, Savinelli, I like the dimensions and the proportions of the prints that they that they make. Some Dunhill princes are some of the most beautiful Dunhills I've ever seen in my life. I don't own a Dunhill prince, but I think the the you know most lovely ones I've seen have been princes. Yeah, it's just a shape that I, I, I didn't like. It it just wasn't appealing to me at all. And Man. then and then I smoked one, and now uh now I'm hooked. Man, you were making those doves yeah. cry. The what? The doves cry. The doves cry. It's what it sounds like when doves cry. Can do. It's a Prince song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Net fail. Uh, for me, man, it's uh, yep. <laughs> it's actually one we recently talked about, which is uh, the Cuddy. Uh, now, I've I've yet to actually smoke a Cuddy, but you know, I have always found those to be uh, is pointless too hard of a word. I mean, like you know, obviously I've turned around on this, but like originally I just yeah. could not get the appeal. They looked weird. They were so small in terms of the bowl size. Yeah. You know, most of the times you see them in clay and for the longest time I just had no desire to own a clay pipe. But I think this year or, or really the end of last year was really when things started to turn around. And I think it's actually that iconic picture of Santa oh, Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And uh, seeing him smoke that cutty pipe and then also kind of wanting to research it more than us actually doing the, uh, the episode cutting up on the cutty where we actually looked at the history of it. And now... I don't know. I guess I just I appreciate the 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 fact that it is almost like the original. Or, or not, and that's not necessarily true. There there you know obviously p- pipes and, and ways of smoking that. Kind yeah, of but there's something that. about that ancient shape. It's almost like that's yeah. that's like the missing link. You know what I mean in terms of kind of the modern pipe versus everything that came before. And so yeah. you know it's it's got such a history behind it. And honestly, it's, I kind of see the appeal. It's it's gotten yeah kind of gotten me. And, okay. Uh, almost to the point where when I get my cutty pipe, I'm almost, I'm almost inclined to actually get a clay cutty pipe to to just go full full on cutty. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm still a little nervous about that just because the idea of smoking a clay pipe just for me it just still like I taste mud in my mouth. That, yeah, that's, that may sound yeah, ridiculous. I, no, it, it yeah, I mean you you are ridiculous. But well, no, I I think it'd be worth trying. I think it's something to um. To look into, um, you know, and obviously what better, you know, clay pipe than a cutty shape. Yeah. Well, and then I think there's also kind of this, I, I do like also the romantic idea of, of like, you know, the, the old school pub, in which case they just had all of these cutty clay pipes. That's right. All over the place. And, and just you'd go down and, and you'd, uh, you know, you'd, you'd have your pipe right there. Yeah. To, to you pick up the table pipe and to make sure you got a fresh stem, you just broke the end off. Yeah. You know? that, that may, I yep. mean, to some extent, that, that may be like man cave goals at some point. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when I'm able to get like a, a space that is like the smoking lounge, I might, I might almost get like a bouquet of, uh, of cutty <laughs> clay pipes. You know what I'm saying? Just put them in there. And, uh, you can, 
And then yeah, just, just make sure over. you've got a uh, reverse mullet stiletto in, yeah, the, in, the, in the mix, and yeah. then, then we'll be we'll be good. Yeah. A lot of, lot of great entries from that old episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, what what a great question. Thanks so much, Alex, for that one. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, send it in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. We also put out on Facebook this week a post asking for some new pipe questions, and you guys delivered. So thank you so much for that. We'll be pulling from that over the next couple of episodes for sure. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. All right, here we go. Quick fire questions coming in from the forums over at thispipelife.com. Tomato bod high. Still no clarification on how to pronounce that one, so we're just just rolling with it. Roll with it, man. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Again, from uh, from the forums over at thispipelife.com. Big news about thispipelife.com, so stay tuned. Uh, Just a couple of minutes here to hear more about that. But here we go. Now, as you recall, Tomato has been going back to the last couple of episodes. He sectioned off quickfire questions right. in kind of a grouping. Uh, tonight is kind of the final one. The grouping is called Serious Life Choices, which honestly is all quickfire questions. Yeah. But here we go. Porch sitting on a rainy day or porch sitting on a clear day? Porch sitting on a clear day. Cover, if it's a covered porch, man, that rainy day sitting is where it's at. Yeah, but see, if it's rainy day, I'm going to take a nap. I'm not there. There won't be any porch sitting. There might uh, be porch napping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you, have you ever had a porch nap before? I don't know if I have. Man, it's nice. It's solid. It's it's That's never those, expected, but when you wake up from it, it's like, oh yeah. It's one of those where when you wake up, your like eyes are all crusty and you can't see colors anymore. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, it's, <laughs> that's the way to do it. But no, I'm I'm definitely gonna say rainy day. Okay. Uh, man cave or actual cave? Ooh, man cave. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what I would do with the actual cave. I I'm, mean, I'm sure I would find a really cool, you know, reason to to have one. I'm mildly claustrophobic. Like I've I've been in caves before, and it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Have you been spelunking? I, you know, uh, mildly, mildly. You, I have, you're uh, you're a mild spelunker. I, <laughs> use your words. <laughs> uh, I, I I did once go on a camping trip where we actually did some spelunking, uh, or spelunking if, as you prefer. Uh, but yeah, no, I um. I, yeah, definitely man cave. Man cave. I, I want I want power. I want Wi Fi. Yeah. I, I want a bouquet of cutty pipes. Of cutty, of cutty <laughs> church warden uh, right. clay pipes. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then road trip or staycation. Gosh, man, I'm gonna have to go with staycation. That sounds so lame, but man, if if I can enjoy my personal space mm-hmm. without having to think about the normal stuff of life. Ooh, man, that that's, that's nice. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. Road trips have their place. I don't know, but I, but I think right now I would choose staycation. You know, over the last year <laughs> I've had the, uh, the extreme pleasure of being able to travel a lot with you. Yeah. And then also with uh Briar who we've mentioned on the show. Yeah. And uh, actually recently me and Christina were, and my wife were on a, a trip together and I was like, you know, it's, it's nice. Cause like, it's nice to have a travel buddy. You know what I mean? Like, like a good, like somebody to travel with and everything. And man, you are an awesome person to travel with, but it is like get pulling teeth to actually get you to like be like, <laughs> hey, let's go to New Orleans. Hey, let's go. We've been invited to this thing. That's sort we're going like, to leave town and put down gosh. everything for like four days. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't handle that well. Well, once you, once you get on the road, you, you are, uh, you're a lot of fun. Now, for, for me, man, I can I does flying count as road trip or does is road kind of? Yeah, I, I think getting out of town. Okay, if it's getting out of town, then getting out of town. I love yeah. to travel, but I, I definitely I'm not big on driving. So if it's train or plane, I'm in. But if it's driving, I'm not. If it's within six hours, I'm. If it's within three hours, I'm good. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then finally, 
<laughs> battlefield parks or amusement parks? Man, That's depends on who I'm with, you know? I, I think, like, ultimate enjoyment uh, for me personally, if I was just by myself, would be a, a battlefield park. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wants to, you know, go to amusement park by yourself? But but if I'm with a group of people and we're looking for something that everyone's going to like and, you know, they have cotton candy and, you know, the all that crap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but I I don't know personally I there's something about the um you know going to a uh, a place like Vicksburg, right? Right down the street That's here the from uh, from us yeah. here in Mississippi, Central Mississippi. We uh the Battle of Vicksburg was fought literally, you know, 45 minutes to our west and we're really lucky to have just such a uh, a great military park there that uh, that folks go and enjoy. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I'd probably have to go with that. I mean, the stipulation that you say in terms of am I by myself or with others? That's true, but I, I think I think I'm definitely going to go amusement parks. Okay. Uh, it's been a long time since I've actually been to an amusement park. We actually were trying to debate when the kids will be old enough to take them to Disney World, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think we got another year or two to go. But one way or the other, I, if if what's going to get me excited. It's going to be to go to amusement park. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great quick fire questions from Tomato Bod. Hi. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's his name. No, of course, it is. That You're is right. his username over at thispipelife.com. Now, thispipelife.com, of course, an amazing forum, an amazing community uh, that we strongly encourage you to join. If you go to thispipelife.com and register, be sure to use the code CSR. Thispipelife.com is actually expanding, man. They are getting even more social. That's right. There is now a thispipelife.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, so many different ways uh, to connect with this online community. Facebook.com slash thispipelife, uh, Twitter.com slash thispipelife. Instagram.com slash this pipe life. You, you see in a trend here, you, you see get, in a you get the idea. You get the right. idea. <laughs> so be sure do this for us this week. Uh, if you have not done so already, head over to facebook.com slash this pipe life. I'm not going to read them all off. You know what I'm talking about. This pipe life on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, follow them, then tweet message, Insta talk. What, what do you do it on Instagram? Uh, uh, comment. Yeah. Sure. Comment, comment, whatever it is, <laughs> let them know, say, Hey, thanks. Hashtag this pipe life for, supporting and sponsoring country squire radio let them know that use the hashtag this pipe life to let them know that we really appreciate them sponsoring this show and uh yeah check them out it's an awesome community that's great your thoughts your comments listener feedback all right listen to feedback this week we've got an itunes review and i I love this because we've got an iTunes review tonight that comes in from the wife of a listener. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Would you read this one? That's great. Uh, this is from uh, Mrs. Mark VV. Uh, she says, the greatest, my husband's life would not be complete without this incredible podcast about pipes and pipe tobacco. Thank God for Bo and John David and Country Squire Radio. It gives my husband purpose in life. And for that, I am truly grateful. <laughs> Man, Mark's such a good friend. Of course, uh, you know, Mark and Mrs. Mark uh, live uh, down in New Orleans real close, and occasionally Mark gets the chance to to make the little drive uh, up here. And, uh, man, we just, just love you all a bunch and yeah. are, uh, are glad we glad we can contribute to a little bit of sanity in your uh, in your in your life. Yeah, so. big shout-out to you, man, and the Mrs. <laughs> Mark also mentioned in kind of the uh, the, the club discussion, uh, he said, have we, have we ever done a musical episode or would that be Jumping the Shark? I've tried. I've tried, Mark. He won't go for it. No, I'm against it. He He's very much against it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I let Bo have a lot of creative license, but there is some things, there are just some <laughs> vetoes that have to be have to be maintained. Y'all don't see it, but I mean, there's a button right here somewhere. I don't know exactly where it is, but it, it releases the Rancor pit beneath me. Right. <laughs> 
he, he's been very generous to let me get away with some singing shenanigans at times. But, That's right. Uh, if I push it, I know where I'm going. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, we've also been getting a lot of great tweets in for this particular episode with uh, a lot of great suggestions, too. In fact, we also had uh, Hockter, the love doctor, talking specifically about tasting and mentioning that uh, kind of similar practices that you and Russ uh, use here, which is a moist palate, drink water, chew on uh, the smoke swish it around your mouth and That's then right. hit more taste buds and then uh and then retrohale yeah is yeah. that a word or did yeah, he make no, that it up? is you okay. want to you want to take that uh take the smoke and push it through your nose mm. it's one of those things you again we're not inhaling the pipe tobacco we're, we're taking the smoke that's in our mouth and forcing it to go you know to to go through our nose um and i think uh i think you're going to get more flavor nuance there than uh, than you would if you didn't yeah, admittedly, most of the live commentary tonight has been on the loss of the beard. Yeah, <laughs> with a lot of <laughs> uh, a lot of points to uh, Spurgeon and how ridiculous he looked without a beard. I, he did. I feel like I'm getting the message there. Portland yeah, he Paul, really did. Or that was uh, John Griffin who who posted that. Portland, I think Portland Paul is still laughing. Portland Paul, he took a picture of me uh, with my arms up in the air back when I had the beard and memed it, saying, "Even Bo York is surprised by the lack of beard." <laughs> uh, Touche. That one. I, I'm I'm going to give you a retweet on that one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, Russ, uh, lamenting the fact that you spoiled his secrets out to everybody. No, it's okay. You, 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 I mean, you know, some people just chew on tobacco. Well, yeah. but Russ says specifically kind of his goals here. He says, I taste dozens of uh, nuances in every blend, but my goal is to be able to detect the source, mm. i.e. the tobacco or, or something else. That's interesting. Is it is it the tobacco or is it something the tobacco's flavored with? Or is it something that maybe you're getting from the pipe you're smoking it in or the match? Or something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, that's, that's great. And then uh, Hawk to the Left Doctor just tweets this out in, uh, in in favor of the musical episode. He says, if we find out that one of the uh, the members of the Dave Matthews Band is a pipe smoker, can we then have that musical episode? Only if uh, Caleb is filling in for me that week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now, I think they want to hear you go, Great, great feedback here at the live show. You know, we encourage you to uh, tune in if uh, you know if you if you've never en- enjoyed a live show before. It's it's such a fun experience. We have uh, a great time with those of you who do tune in live. It really is tweets. great. We have so much fun with you guys. You can tune in live on Monday nights on uh, our after hours at six thirty uh, p.m. Central Time. That's four thirty Pacific, seven thirty Eastern. Um, we want to also uh, encourage you if you're listening to the podcast right now, you, you should be you should be listening to the podcast on the Satchel Podcast Player because one of the ways that you can help out the show is through satchel click the button that says be a patron even for just a dollar an episode you're helping secure this content keep it going going you know of course we we've been talking a lot about the pipe club but even if you don't necessarily want to join the pipe club or if it's a little bit too rich for your blood just a dollar an episode goes a long way to helping support the show growing the community um you know we we want to encourage you to do that so it's real simple if you're listening on satchel just click be a patron and uh and that's a that's a great way to do it you can also keep up with us throughout the week you can follow me on Twitter, I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. Of course, all that contact information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, dude, I smoked a half bowl of Perique, and I think my heart's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> It's a ringing endorsement I right there. I just hadn't done it in a little while. And, I, and you know me, I love Perique. I, I try to sneak Perique in every... We put Perique in aromatics and all kinds of stuff up here. Dude, but, look, uh, I like my Tabasco yeah, and just, my gumbo, but I'm not going to drink it straight. No, I mean, I, you know, it, it, was a good, it was a good exercise for me. I'm telling you, like, just just, just smoke some, but just do it do a little bit. Hey, don't, get, don't you, do, get yourself a... Uh, don't do as much as I did. One of your shortstop pipes. Shortstop pipes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, let's go have a night. See you, brother.
listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.